0: Hello and a warm welcome to Talking Dogs. It's a real pleasure to have you with me. I'm Graham Hall and for donkey's years, I've been showing people how to train their charming, but often disobedient dogs. I'm known as the dog father, and you might recognize my voice from TV's Dogs Behaving Very Badly. This podcast is the place where I can give you even more advice and tell the odd bizarre story from my time as a trainer, in the hope that if you're running out of ideas, well, I might leave you with a new cunning plan. I think all dog owners know what we mean when we say that a dog has got the zoomies now you might have a different name for it but it's that time of day when the dog goes absolutely crazy darting around every corner of the house jumping from sofa to floor to flower bed and today i want to talk about some different situations in which a dog might be overexcited or over aroused so first up here's a really common one from mandy Hello, Graham. I have two Border Terriers, not related, both aged eight years old, a male and a female. For some time now, when we get ready for a walk, they start whining and barking as soon as I start to get ready. It's impossible to leave the house without the noise level escalating, and they only really calm down and stop once we're clear of the house. I've tried slowing the process down, but without much success. wondered if you could give us any advice to help. Thank you. Hello, Mandy. Um, it sounds as though from your accent, I'd say you're from the northeast, um, and you've got a couple of Border Terriers. Of course, they famously come from uh, from Northumberland and just into the Scottish borders, so uh, that's kind of interesting, at just to me, anyway. So it's a it's a very very common one, isn't it? Uh, every time we go to, um, to to get up to go for a walk, particularly to walk the dog, they get. Uh, overexcited, and i think a lot of people will recognize that sounds like yours is sort of spilled over into literally every time you get up to go you talk about slowing things down i think that's right i think you're on the right track with that but i'd be interested to know what signals you're sending out while you're doing that right it's really easy to sort of inadvertently reward dogs when they're getting a bit uppity right so for example uh, you, you know you go to get your uh, your keys or something like that and they start to jump up and back it's like yeah come on come on be a good good boy, be a good boy, good girl uh quite natural for us to do that because think about what the dog's hearing you know oh oh you you, uh, good boy good uh, you love it when i do this right okay and that then becomes a routine because dogs are really into routines slowing things down is good and breaking things down so what i would do is i'd look at your routine and i go right what do you do well i stand up. right that's the first thing when they start to go you know or even before that by the way it may be that you say something so many years ago i lived with a jack russell who was he would bark like yours every time you, you went to go i realized that before i was about to pop to the shops or something i would say right then it's a sort of, i suppose a northern thing in it right then and then i'd go and pick up the keys he was reacting to the right then before i'd even move my bum off the sofa so look at your routine and really analyze that so this happens then this then this then this then this right so i stand up I, I walk over there i get my keys pop in my pocket i get me handbag in your case perhaps whatever it is right and then each one of those you need to break down so it's can i stand up without them kicking off now so we stand up at uh, no you know break that down got that right okay they us stop doing it now and we're rewarding them for being calm and not uh, kicking off yeah the thing that's so easy to forget is to reward the right bits so i don't want you rewarding the wrong bit by accident but what do you do is you say to yourself what they're doing they're jumping and barking okay what's the opposite pause on the floor and being quiet right so what are we going to reward well obviously that so you work to a system where you're actually going ah no no without getting excited yourself because that will never work right they then go hmm like pause for thought you know it's not going to last forever but you then go oh good oh that's nice maybe you sit down again so stand up again sit down stand up sit down. so there's a lot of work to do but it's the secret is yeah slow it down but break it down i would say and make sure you get your signals at the right time what you mustn't do is just start screaming and shouting at them you don't sound like that sort of person to me but it's very common when dogs are losing the plot that the humans lose the plot as well and that ain't ever gonna work I helped somebody with a problem that sounds exactly like yours on dogs behaving very badly on Channel 5, and you can find the back episodes on My5. And it was a French bulldog who wouldn't let people out the door, so he was literally jumping up um, sort of waist height and just nipping at all sorts. And what had happened is, is that that routine had become supercharged with lots of excitement. So I think they'd had a bit of advice, really, which was uh, to get out the door, what you do is you grab some treats throw them over there and then you belt out the door and that speeding things up it just made him more and more excited well you know, dogs are faster and more agile than us. So, um actually, during the filming, the, the lady got a finger bitten a little bit because he he sort of jumped up in his excitement to try and get the treat, and he caught a finger. So, excitement is the enemy. We fixed that, by the way, by doing exactly what I'm suggesting here, breaking things down. You know, can you stand up? Great, we've got to that. Okay, now could you walk to where the keys are? No. All right, let's try that again and again. We fixed that. Okay, so it took a couple of hours, quite intensely. Really really, with me sort of coaching all the way along to get to the stage where you can stand up, get your keys, walk to the door, put your hoodie on. That was another thing. Open the door, get outside without him going bananas. So it's all possible. And if you're after a bit of inspiration, I think if you look back through, you'll, you'll find that. I think that was in series two. If you've got a dog who does a bit of that and you're sort of taking the view that well yeah he doesn't it's a bit of a nuisance but you know just just get out the door so i can either get to work yourself or walk the dog and you're living with it i would say actually a challenge that really i think if you take the time to get them calmer before you get out the door i'm particularly thinking now when you're taking them out for a walk it pays dividends when you get out for a walk because instead of starting that walk with a super excited dog you're starting with a calmer dog and the rest of the walk tends to follow suit so if you're struggling with your walking and this episode today is not so much about walking but just a thought that if you've got an overexcited dog before you get to the door you might want to look at that it'll take a bit of time to train but to be honest i think that's time well spent What about once we've managed to leave the house then? How how are our dogs getting overexcited? Um, Louise has emailed me about her nine-year-old cockapoo, Mario, Uh, and she says, when we go for a walk in the town, there'll be my two children, my mum, my dad and myself. If some of us go in a shop and one stood outside holding the dog, when we come back out, it's like he's not seen us in years. Um, We also like to go to the beach and it's not always appropriate for Mario to be let off lead, fair enough. when someone leaves the pack to search for shells or have a paddle uh, he barks non-stop and he just won't relax is this a sign of a dog with anxiety good question and is there anything i can do to help him interesting well without seeing him it's hard to say whether he's it's anxious or something else if i was a betting man I'd say it's something else. I reckon he's being a bit bossy. I might be wrong. It sounds very much like he's kind of going, Oi, you lot, where are you going? You can't go. Come back. Come back. You know? So, cockapoos. Uh, cockapoos if you think of where they come from, you know, Cocker Spaniel, famously busy little dogs, always on the go. Poodle... They're pretty sharp, pretty clever. So I, I certainly have seen anxiety in cockapoo's and I wouldn't rule it out, but me yeah, m- gut feeling here is more that actually he's probably at it, you know. So the thing is, he's getting, he's again, he's getting overexcited, which is what we're talking about today, isn't he? First things first, something I've been dying to say for ages is this. Um, in our country, we think excited dogs are happy dogs, right? And if you don't believe me, try this. Um Imagine, if you will, a happy dog, right? you got that image in your head? Happy dog. What does a happy dog look like? What's the first thing that you would say about a happy dog if you were asked to describe it? Waggy tail, right? (laughs) Most people say waggy tail. A waggy tail, yeah, could be. If it's that kind of waggy tail that comes with a whole body wag and a whole, he's all gone, yeah, yeah, maybe. But not always. Waggy tail really is just excitement now that could be happy excited sure and it could be different kinds of excited it's like I'm I'm getting a bit I'm losing the plot and I'm I'm, you know like a human who's had a bit too much coffee Um, or anxious and all sorts of things we just think of excited dogs as happy dogs and they sometimes are but not always but here's the thing dogs can be happy and calm I mean we all know that right so if i ask you to think of a happy dog for most people at least the last thing in their mind is chilled out in front of the fire at your feet or on the sofa with you while you're reading a book that kind of happy calm and happy so what happens is when we see dogs that are excited we kind of like it because we were told that they were really happy you know if if most you know puppy classes it's all the whoopie do excitement stuff isn't it you know and, and i you know been there done that and i'm certainly not knocking anybody because there is a time when you've got to be whoopie do excited to get your dog to come back to you but excitement's not everything and what we usually do Again, and I think it's a British thing in particular, or English-speaking thing, is that we rev them up too much, and then we have problems so if you think about all the problems you you if you've watched the tv show what what problems have you seen well almost everything is too much excitement so dogs being a bit aggressive sometimes dogs being uh, having you know perhaps separation anxiety dogs stealing food dogs barking their heads off when they see traffic it's too excited too excited too excited nobody ever ever phoned me for help and said graham can you come quickly because me dog's too calm (laughs) so you'll never overdo praising a dog for being calm so i'll get off my soapbox now but that concept i think is key to everything excitement is good in the right places of course it is and if you're training a police dog to go and run after that nasty man with the suit on and catch him, you're not going to be there going, oh, good lad, killer, this is lovely, attack. No, of course not. It's, hey, bomb, bomb, bum, bomb. you want excitement. But for most of us, we want more calmness. Your problems are almost certainly too much excitement. So, back to Mario. I think it's a case of keeping him calmer for most of the walk. You know, I'll go back to that comment about, you know, if you left the house and he was too excited, you can't really expect him to be gone when people are over there paddling in the beach or they've popped into a shop. And teach him that actually people go, they come back, they go, they come back. And and barking or whatever it is he's doing that's, that's showing the excitement, that will not bring them back. So the timing is key. Most dogs have learned, you know, and he's getting on a bit, his Mario. Uh, how old is he? Nine years old. So over nine years, he's gone, I bark, they come back to me. I bark, they come back to me. You know or whatever it is so if you're about to come back and he's barking wait for a pause and you may well say oh no but he keeps it up for hours he never stops i hear that all the time all right? and i always say is sure that you really really keep it if you really listen usually there's a there's a rise and a fall to barking so you'll get this like raw, 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 and then if you listen for it it's coming and then there's a bit of a low, yeah. If you're with me, and then it's like he's away again, yeah. So think of it as a graph; it's rising and falling. If if you go back to him or reward him in any way, give him what he wants. When you're at the peak of the barking, which is often the way, by the way, because outside shop, you're embarrassed. It's like for goodness sake. So he's like, so you bell yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Come on, come on, good boy, right good boy hear that yeah we just rewarded him by coming back and telling him he's a good boy when he's barking at his worst what we should do actually is ride the storm a wee bit wait for that Mm, mm, mm. when you're down there it's oh good lad now i'll walk back and if you did that consistently he starts to go do you know what i used to bark to get what i wanted but that seems to be broken recently weirdly it seems as though if you're quiet they like it who knew humans are weird right the next one is very mysterious it's from an anonymous listener now whoever you are hello uh i really hope i can help you this one sounds like a classic sort of zoomies thing that i was talking about before and the email reads, I have an 18-month-old Staffy Cross Dachshund. Now, he's the first dog I've owned. His problem is he's over, uh, over hyperactivity. He's hyperactive. Going to anyone's house or anyone coming to our house, he just won't calm down. He could keep going for hours trying to jump up bike sleeves or uh, any bit of hanging clothing he stays hyper around other dogs he never relaxes and we have to separate him if he if we visit other homes with dogs because it would literally go on all day trying to play he almost gets possessed with excitement and we can't bring him down i'm at my wit's end i can't control my dog bless you so um you're not on your own by the way what's happening what's the root cause of all this chaotic hyperactivity and um, you know to some extent i mean i look at the breed and i go oh staffies are uh lovely lovely dogs but bonkers excited sometimes with people. They love people. Dachshunds famously can be a bit barky actually Uh, not so much known for jumping with the long backs uh, but Staffies definitely can. So I reckon what what you've got with your lad is probably a mix of (laughs) the. (laughs) <laughs> the jumpy excited staffy with the dachshund well they've got a bit of excitement anyway so now that's not to say oh it's just in him and there's nothing we can do of course we can always change behavior to some extent by sending out the uh you know the right signals so i think boundaries are important here i, I was i was talking about this with uh the, the actress joanna scanlon in a previous episode it really it's for you to teach the dog when enough's enough um so it it starts with having a, a calmer dog when you go in as best you can right now it's not a perfect world on a naught to ten of excitement he's not going to be naught when you walk in the door but the calmer you can get him the better um and then it's a case of no that's not going to work uh, and then you know if need be take him out so one of the ways of putting a consequence in for bad behavior is you take away a good thing right so we don't need to be talking about punishing dogs in the sense that we're adding in a bad thing if that makes sense so the good thing for him is he clearly likes to be with the other dogs he's getting over excited because he loves it so if you went to your friends and said look we're gonna do this slightly weird thing but please humor us if you don't mind we're gonna go in he gets too excited no you're out you're blowing it and it is that attitude not nasty not shouty just uh no take him out you know give him a bit of time out I used to do this in, in puppy classes by the way a uh, bit of time out just for a sec i'll come back to that in a second and then bring him back in again it's like yeah good like and as they start to sort of realize that it, okay so if i'm overexcited when i'm in here i'm gonna get kicked out and if i find myself outside if i calm down the, the quicker i calm down the quicker i go back in by the way in the puppy classes i never used to take them out of the room it was literally let's just bring you over here right settle down wait yeah and you can almost feel them kind of going Need, Need. it's like right good let's try again right and the try again thing mustn't feel like an explosion you wouldn't simply go right off you go boom you know it's like right let's try again let's introduce okay oh too excited you're blowing it you know and it's backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards if you watch the tv show you might have seen me doing a similar thing Uh, for a different behaviour I'm thinking in the last series series three um, there was a dog in London who would bark at anything going past the house and they were in an upstairs flat and it was really a case of like if you bark and the lady couldn't make phone calls either couldn't work from home so uh, if you if you bark you get up at tea we're going to put you in the kitchen didn't like that because he wanted to be to be with mum you know and then we brought him back in it was in and out and in and out but really clear signals if you're too excited You're out, you don't want that. If you find yourself on your own, calm down. If you're calm, we'll bring you in, try again. It only works though, if the dog wants to be there, of course, in your case, anonymous person, um, with your anonymous dog, um, pretty sure this dog wants to be with the other dogs. He wants to be with the people, he loves it. So he loses that if he plays silly bees. (laughs) And that's how it works. Well, do join me, same time, same place next week, in a bit of a follow-up on from from today, actually. I'll be looking at how best to get your dog to settle if you're struggling to find their off switch. Uh, And I suspect a lot of people (laughs) are probably thinking, oh, that's me, that's my dog. Uh, In the meantime, if you'd like my help with a different dog behaviour issue, do send an email, or better still, a voice note to talkingdogs at avalonuk.com. I thank you so much for listening. If you've got a friend who's considering getting a dog, why not suggest this podcast to them so that they're fully prepared by the time they get the new puppy. It's good to do that in advance. Don't wait until they've already got one. Tell them to subscribe, even better, and then they won't miss a single episode. So take care of yourself and your dog, won't you? Bye for now.